This is CliffCentral.com. Yenafuna hamba kongo. Hey, what's up, everybody? Umaraza Law, a.k.a. Mr. Kwan, a.k.a. P-L-I-N-T. And you're listening to the Unplugged Radio Show, 12 to 1 p.m. Every single Thursday on Cliff Central. It's too short, like me. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's another one of those absolutely fantastic days. Man, every day is a fantastic day on this side. I'm hoping it's a fantastic day every day for you, too. Power week I had. I hope you had a power week. If not, then, man, it's not about how hard you fall, but how high you bounce back. You know, bounce, don't break. That's that's the most important thing. And it's always important that you keep that type of energy around you. I was actually having a chat with someone and that actually revealed something in my mind that I've been thinking about. You know, first of all, they say that it's, you know, the the company that you keep most around you that that affects your life, right? You hear all the time that it's the you're the average of the five people that surround you most of the time. Now, there's quite a lot of us that spend a nine to five at work all the time you know most of the time we spend is at work so the type of people that are around you normally are the people in your department or maybe in your cubicle or you know it's it's that type of space that's who you around most of the time maybe you work nine hours or eight hours or sometimes even 12 hours but these are the type of people you have around you all the time now How's that conversation like? Is that upbuilding? Is that career driven? Is that focused? Is that positive? Is that upbeat? Does it make you feel like you're an inch taller every single time you have a conversation with those people? Or is it draining? Is it people who are complaining about the conditions, the, the salary and how you're not getting to everything and the weather and they're just complaining about things or they're just talking rubbish that can't really change your life much? Sometimes we have to watch that because It is actually doing ourselves the biggest favor if we all had really positive conversations with each other. If I spend most of my time with you and I have a really positive conversation with you every time and you do the same, guess what? I push you up, you push me up. We're going to get out of this company. If the company were to hire somebody to speak to us, they would never hire somebody to help us get out of this situation because then we would all leave the company. (laughs) They don't want that. They would rather hire somebody to help, to tell you how to stick to the rules, tell you how to not break the law, tell you how to you know think in your lane and how to get along with each other. But they're not really trying to tell you how about getting to the next level. Only you can do that for yourself. That, that seminar that you can pay for is the one that can get you out of where you are. But the type of seminar your company is going to pay for is only going to tell you how to be a better employee. You know, and that's actually something quite interesting. It's about time that we actually start to do a favor for ourselves and for each other by just being really, really positive and upbuilding to, to the, for, to the entire ecosystem. Guess what that does? It just changes everything. Just a thought that I had. Anyway, hello. I hope you had a great day. If you haven't, well, it's no better time. Well, there is no better time than right now to actually start to have that really, really good time in your life as well. I'm joined by Mr. Smoke Cozy himself. Mr. Cozy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, my brother. How are you? No, all's good this side, man. All's good. Tell me about your life, man. What, what's been new? What's been happening? What's been popping? Look, man, I've got so much to say. I, yeah. I, I just, I couldn't have, um, asked for a better way to start 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the first month, a couple of weeks into it. Yeah. 
And um, look, man. Was that I, your I'm phone just, getting a notification? I, <laughs> <laughs> That's look, a man, perfect way to start. I'm, I'm just excited. No, you know, I think, I think I'm a, I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a, a place where, um, you know, the hard work, you can see it, it's coming to, to fruition. Yeah. And I'm excited for 2018. And the things, some of the things that we're going to be doing together, some of the things that I'm, I'm trying to lay, um, lay down for myself. Yeah. And I'm just feeling great, man. I'm motivated. I just want to tackle everything. I just don't want to leave any room for disappointment. I'm making sure every day that I, I just, I just do my utmost best. I told people last year, and I actually, it's interesting because I first started speaking it and then it started happening. I first started with this whole thing, I think for about a month or two months, I was like, yeah. it's a good news season. Good news season. Good news only. Don't call me unless it's good news. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the interesting thing is, you go from that to those type of things actually starting to happen. And then I started saying, no, it's not a good news season because if you say it's a season, then you think that it's going to stop at some point. And then I said, no, it's a good news lifetime. Yeah. You know, every day is a good thing. Every time, the whole lifetime is going to just be good news. And guess what? The more you start to say those things, the more of those things you start to attract in your life, the more of them start to become real. Man, good things just start happening in and around your life all the time. It's not a joke when they say, look, you need to surround yourself with, with, with the right type of people. It does a huge, huge difference. Yeah. And if people look down on it, trust me, you know, you're missing out on a lot of things. Yeah. And, and that's what's been happening in my life. And, and I cannot complain. Yeah. Not at all. Absolutely fantastic, man. Well, I, well, this week I, um, I, I kicked off the whole national tour thing, trying to, um, train everybody with voiceovers and stuff like that. It's, it's going so well. I mean, imagine guys, the workshop's like eight hours long. I spoke for eight hours and, I, and the weird thing is that no one in that room was like, whoa, 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 can we take a break? <laughs> I'm looking at the time. We started at, um, did we start at nine? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one. We went for four hours straight without taking a break. And I'm like, guys, we can take a break. And they're like, no, we don't really want to take a break. I'm thinking, in a lecture hall, usually, you know, after 30 minutes, you're like, whoa, can we go, please? And here, because these people are now doing something that they're passionate about. Yep. It's something that they chose to do. And they're like, wow, 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 please, I want to hear more. All of a sudden, you know, they're energized and they can listen forever and they can participate, be active, be engaged. It, it reminded me of something. I actually trained a kid who was um, 15 years old, was the youngest person I had to train. His mom was worried about the training because the kid actually has ADHD. So usually in class, they don't focus. You know, they're always disrupting the class. It's always rowdy like that. And surprisingly, here he was for, you know, three hours straight, quiet, listening, engaged, asking questions, replying. And his mother was even shocked as well. And I think that's what passion can do sometimes. Because when you are obligated to be in a space that really does not fuel you, doesn't engage you, doesn't energize you, your mind starts to drift off. But if you are in a space that really is all about your passion... You get energized. It's like, you know, if I could wake you up, um, I've got Lesource in studio right here. If I could wake you up, Lesource, and say, let's make a song. You're like, yeah, yeah, let's make a song right now. You know, <laughs> you know, because that's what, what she's passionate in. I'm, I'm going to have her on, uh, I'm going to have her live in a short little while. I just thought I'd give you guys a throw forward, tell you we got beauty in the studio right here. <laughs> but, but that's the type of thing that, that energizes you. It's, it's what keeps you going, you know? And I think it's really important that we all, 
seek that. You know, even if you can't have it right now, you know, start it small, but have something like that. Because if you, if that's the life you live, you're going to be energized the whole day. Yesterday, I had this buzz, man. I started off the day with the voiceover. After the voiceover, I had to go do a motivational talk at the University of Pretoria to the staff of the food services division. And these are everybody from senior management, the directors, to the lowest ranks in the food chain, the guys that just literally um, uh, dish up the food for the students, you know, so everybody. And some of them have been working at the university for like 40 years. What do you say to a 60-year-old, you know, someone who's older than your parents? How do you motivate them? What do you tell them? Do you tell them about future prospects and dreams? Man, they feel like their career's over. So, you know... How do you engage with those people? And then there's also the young ones. And it's, it was a mix, you know. But after that talk, I felt so energized. The whole day I was motivating people. You know, I come across you. I'd start motivating you. <laughs> it was just amazing. <laughs> I lived in this energized state. And I think that it, it, it it's an amazing place to be. Uh, a conversation I had this morning with a friend of mine called Ziad. He said, you need to have... Um, you need to identify the things that give you that energy, that buzz, because if you're in that space, you come up with greater ideas than you've ever come up with, that you've ever came up with before. You start to operate in a new level. That's where guys like Elon Musk and, and Zuckerberg and all these guys come up with, you know, unbelievable things, leaps of, of, um, of, um, you know, of knowledge that they, they, they couldn't achieve in their normal state. Sometimes you need to identify those things that really energize you and seek to actually be in those states more often and that you energize yourself like that. Do you have you know, anything like that? Look, man, one thing that I can say is that, um, you know, I even tweeted about it and I said, it is so important for, for you in order to grow, you need to remain teachable. It doesn't matter how many PhDs you might have. It doesn't matter who you might think you cannot learn from. But as long as you open your mind and you, you humble yourself in your mind and the mindset is right, there's nothing that you cannot grow from. And this is what I'm learning over the past few days because I'm coming across a lot of things. I mean, I mean to see someone, um, what was that, that, that gentleman um, that joined us at the workshop? What was he again, um, his profession? He's, uh, he was um, um, an attorney. You know, yes. he's a legal practitioner, yeah. You know, to have an attorney to come and sit down and say, say to himself. Let me tell you about the people that were there okay. right away. Uh, one, so one was an attorney. He's yeah. like a legal practitioner. Yeah. And he wants to be a voiceover artist, which is interesting. The other comes from being um, South African captain in hockey uh, for, for the national team. Went overseas, played in America, the All-American Hockey tournaments, she was, you know, top flight there, um, come from winning world championships, yep. traveled to Australia. She's written a book. She's, she's got a master's degree, man. She's well traveled. She's everything. She's a motivational speaker. She's like on levels and she was there. It's, it's interesting that, you know, those type of people were there. And then there were ordinary people who just had usual day jobs and they just said, you know what? I hate my job. I think I'm going to like this. So it was like all sorts of people. But anyway, tell us what you want to tell us about that. Look, man, I was just on the tip that, you know, you need to remain humble and teachable. And to see people of that caliber, someone that is, um, I mean, a legal attorney, to come and learn how to speak and to be a voiceover. And, and one of the things that I'm picking up is that you need to be versatile. You need to be able to 
you know, try out new things. Don't fault yourself. Don't limit yourself. Because I think that's where again growth comes in. Because if you're just a person that's in, with, that likes the preference of things that you are doing and you are happy with whatever that you are, that you have, and it's even worse when you're complaining and you say you want more, you want to grow, but you don't allow yourself to go to territories or to try new things that can challenge you, that can you know open your mind. And this is what I learned. And especially yesterday, seeing those people sit down and the caliber which they were at. I was just motivated. As much as you are teaching them how to be a voiceover artist, I was just motivated at their patience and, and wanting to learn, their hunger. So, yeah, basically that's that, that's the positive things that I've picked up over the f- past few days. Yeah, mm. fantastic stuff, man. Hey, looks like we've been having a positive time. I'm hoping that you have had a positive time as well. Uh, we got, as I said earlier, um, uh, we got LaSauce in the studio. Now, uh, if you're still wondering who LaSauce is, we're going to find out in a short little while. It's going to be absolutely amazing, you know, just getting to, to hear about her journey, her hustle, and, of course, also just getting inspired by her her story as well. So, uh, LaSauce coming up in a short little while. This is CliffCentral.com. Hey, it's Tessa Tala, and you're listening to the Unplugged Radio Show on CliffCentral.com. All right, so we got LaSauce in the studio. LaSauce, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Fantastic stuff. So here's the thing, LaSauce. I normally try to have a bit of an icebreaker. In fact, maybe this one's going to start with you. Okay. Uh, so I call this the President's Challenge. Now, you know our president, our current president, you know, there's a lot of things that are quite funny about his story. Um, especially when he does a speech and then numbers are involved and that type of stuff, right? Cool. So I'm going to let you, uh, do a president's challenge now. You're going to start it off with our numbers have, at Cliff Central have grown too. And then you're just going to say the number, right? The number that's on my, <laughs> and we're just going to see. Oh if, my God. If, okay. If you would be a great president or not. So, I mean, the good part about this is that if you mess this up, you'll be a great president. <laughs> okay, the and list list challenge. You know, all right, cool. So, so here's the thing: you're gonna have to say it as if you had an actual audience in front of. Well, you kind of do have an audience in front of you, so <laughs> it's gonna be as smooth as what happens in an actual presentation. You're gonna see the number for the first time, but you're just gonna go straight into it. So it's gonna be like our numbers at Cliff Central have grown to. 700,000, if that's the 700,000 or the thing. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel like this is a challenge. Cool. You ready? Yeah. Cool. So you're going to say, our numbers have grown too. Then I'm going to show you the number and then you're going to just say the number. Okay. Ready? Let's cool. Small, can you hold the phone for her? So uh, here's, here it is. Cool. So you're only going to show her after she says, our numbers have grown too. <laughs> then you're gonna oh show my her God. You guys try to trick me to this number thing. All right. Cool. Ready? Okay. Okay. You're going to repeat with me. One, two, three. Our numbers have grown to, okay, you, we'll say it together. One, two, three. Our, Our numbers, numbers have grown. Cl- yeah, okay, cool. Let's just say have grown to, it's fine. Okay. Our, Our numbers, numbers have, have grown, grown to. to. Wait, make the phone, the phone's dim. Let's, hey, this guy. All right, cool. Wait, wait, again. Ah, okay, cool. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's just <laughs> restart this whole thing. It has to happen. Right? <laughs> okay, cool. Here we go. One last time. Our numbers have grown to. Say it. Our numbers have grown to. Oh my God! Come on, say the number. How did I know how to pronounce the number? This is like fifteen num- numbers. Say the number. No, you you gotta be say kidding me. I don't know. It's it's a real number. It exists. Say the number. Seven. I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try. That's it. That's zoom. That well, that's the present right there. I can't even say trillion. <laughs> say the number. I can't. 
try, try. No, guys, go on, okay, go cool. on. There's, there's a smaller one. There's a smaller one. Just let me just scroll to the left. Cool. Try to say this one. At least this one's easy. Okay. Our numbers have grown to. Our numbers have grown to one hundred and sixty-eight million two hundred thousand five hundred and two. Okay. <laughs> well done. Oh my god. Well done. I'm in school now. <laughs> Great. All right. That that was the icebreaker. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for yourself. Fantastic. No, all's good this side. Man, you've had a year. I've had an amazing year. A year yeah. of, you know, just surprises. Yeah. And yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Even 2018 is looking pretty good. Uh-huh. Yes. Great stuff. Tell me about 2017. What was your yane moment? Yane means like, yeah, things are going good now. This, or maybe you did something for someone or something happened to you. Just tell me what was that peak of 2017? My peak for 2017, I mean, 2017 for me has just been a year of growing as, you know, La Source. Mm -hmm. My real name is Cindy Siwe and... You know, that kind of, what can I say, step forward was like a big wall for me. Because yeah. I come from KZN, KwaZulu Natal, Pumale, Ntabenza, Semzindo. Coming to Joburg was one of the biggest things. You know, meeting new people was one of the biggest things. But obviously, adapting and growing and going to a new place... I've I've grown up, you know, being that girl that's always indoor. I've grown up being a girl that's odd in the village, you know. Goes to a different school, speaks different languages, just acts different. I've always been like the weirdo of wherever yeah. I am. Uh-huh. And, you know, coming to Joba, getting into the record label I am in now was kind of like an icebreaker for me because it meant that I had to, you know, crack my shell. I had to socialize more. I had to be around people more and I had to express myself more. Yeah. And that for me was one of, you know, the most phew, moments. Right now, I need to change the way I live. I need to change who I am in order to face the way or the life I'm living at that moment. Mm. Yes. Interesting. Interesting when you say had having to change the way you are, um, and uh, to, in order to you know to adapt. Like, tell me a bit about those changes. What were some of those changes, and you know, and and how has that turned out? One of the changes was, as I've mentioned, getting used to people. I've always been an indoor girl. My mom is very strict, so it was like. Mm. Going out there, getting used to people, going to clubs, going to parties, going to festivals. To be honest, I've never even been to a wedding, which is like, wow. <laughs> Except for when I, I started singing and I do came about and everything. Mm. But other than that, I was just that calm, collected person. And when I came to Joburg, I had to change the way I dress because I've, I've normally been used to dressing up, you know, very respectfully. I went to a Muslim school. So, you know, it's a matter of covering up your, your whole entire body and only wow. showing your eyes. And coming to Joburg was like, you know what? Now you need to start wearing bikinis and you need to start showing some skin. And that's been like a big thing for me, you know. And obviously the way people look at you, people who know you like from childhood, like my school friends, school teachers, it's like, you know, a whole, a whole big thing for me, a whole new page. But obviously, you know, it's, it's been part of who I am inside and yeah. it was just a matter of time for me to express it. Cause yes, I went to a Muslim school. Yes, I've been reserved, but deep inside, I've always wanted to be, you know, the star. And I feel like bringing that to my mind every single time I think of what I'm doing and the changes that I'm going through. It's like, 
I've always wanted to be a star, so let's just do it, you know, always go in. And that's one of the things that motivate me a lot. Just do it, be who you want to be. And obviously, you know, just being a people's person, because if you are in a position of, you know, being an artist or a public figure, you need to be able to communicate with people. You need to be a people's person. And that on its own has challenged me a lot because, I'm usually quiet. I'm usually quiet. I'm usually just, you know, that, that girl that's so beautiful, but so untouchable. And right now for me, it's like, you know, just learning more, getting to know more, growing in terms of music and, you know, everything that's around me is just grooming me for the future and grooming me for better things and obviously grooming me for major things that are about to happen in my life. Wow. Now tell me about that time as you you just mentioned uh, a few a few moments ago that you've always wanted to be a star and tell me about the frustration of living in KZN and um you know in and uh also just living that you know secluded life in the house covered up um maybe it felt like even your talent had to be covered up and just everything and and you know what was going on internally and what what sparked that you know what would you look at and when you see that and you'd say that's i'm supposed to live like that that's me man <laughs> i mean looking back sometimes i really think i've 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 achieved a lot of the things I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Because firstly, obviously going to a very different school, being a different girl in the village, you know, always regarded as the different person was kind of like the things that kind of kept me even more closed, you know. Yeah. But obviously I used to listen to a lot of music, which was obviously against the the religion that I was in, the, the school I was in. Because mm. with Muslims, you, music is basically like a sin, like. Wow. A total sin But you know With the drive and the fire I had in me I always listened to music I always listened to radio And I feel like that on its own Helped me because By listening to music I knew what what's needed in the industry I knew I knew basically that I was going to become a star Even throughout you know The difference of you know Childhood and all that But I, I had that find me That you told me You know what One day you're going to be a star And I became a star. And with that on my mind, with that on my back, a lot of my friends saw it coming too, you know. They saw it coming. I, w- I used to come out like, what? You know, with Muslim people, this is a Quran. I'm sure you know it's a Quran. There was these competitions where you recited in, you know, your sweetest, uh, what can I say, melody. And from there, even the teachers that were around me saw that there's something about this kid that's different. And obviously, growing up, going to high school, matriculating, when my matric year came, it was like, I need to get this thing done and I'm going to get it done. My mom didn't know I could sing. My family couldn't know I could sing. Everybody around me didn't know I could sing, except for like my best friend. She knew that, you know, this girl is cool, but she's naughty also. So... During my matric year, I remember I made my first single called Independent. And after that, from there and then, that first single, it only took me a week to actually get connected to record labels like Ambitious Entertainment. That's how, you know, beautiful it was. That's how surprising it was, rather. Because it was like, we didn't know you could be so good. And, you know, for me, it was also like a, a eye-opener. Go to your, since I am capable of doing what I've always wanted to do, why not? You know, and I think those things made me personally feel, what can I say, more 
they gave me more vision you know being different gave me more vision and it also made me feel special in a way because you know it's, it, it means something to other people also why is this girl going to a muslim school when there's a public school what's so special about her and right now i feel like being in this position as an artist as a source kind of answers a lot of their questions yeah yes. which is pretty cool being different being special you said that you always knew. Sometimes that could sound cocky to, to people. I'll explain why. There was this one time where my mom grew up in the village as well, you know, uh, where, you know, you have almost no hope of really becoming somebody. You know, you get to matric and you have to find a husband. That's pretty much it. You know, that was the ecosystem that she lived in at that time. Yes. And only the select few had cars. In fact, even if you go to the villages right now, most of the people driving are men, you know. Mm. And someone met her, you know, years later now. Now it's she's around this age. And, um, you know, she's driving and so on. And that lady is, you know, pretty much still trapped in that ecosystem. So she just has kids, but she's not driving or anything like that. She's just, you know, she's still living a um, luxury life, oh. you know. And, and they meet and then she says... Wow. Hey, look at you. You know, like, let's say you've, last time you saw each other was in high school and now you guys are in your forties. You know, like, you're in your forties now. It's almost like it's, it's about 20 years later, right? It's, it's quite a long, a, a long lot of time. time. Yeah. Yes. And she says, look at you. You like driving and you, you like uh, a lecturer and this and that. Yeah. Did you ever think that you would be like live this life? She asked my mother that and my mother said, yes, I knew. And I said, Mom, did it, don't you think that's kind of cocky? <laughs> well, <laughs> and and it, it's interesting because it's not that you being cocky, but it's it's just deep inside you. There was this thing that told yes. you that don't worry, man. You you're destined for some you, good things. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people would take it in a very cocky way, which I don't blame them for. Because sometimes it's like you're trying to prove a point that you knew you were going to be better, but it's yeah. not really the case. Sometimes you just it's the fire, you know? Even in terms of music, you, for me specifically, I've been very adapted to music and very connected to music in such a way that even if I have to hear a song, I'm able to define, you know, the terms and conditions and, you know, the, the, the space the person is in, in terms of the deliverance and whatnot. And by that, you can, you can hear, what can I say? You can hear different visions. You can see different visions. You can, by listening to a song, you can literally make out what the vision was. And in that way, I feel like it's good to be straightforward when people ask you, did you know or did you not know? Because if you say, yes, I knew, that means you always have a vision in you. And it doesn't take one day for you to have a vision for something. It takes years. And trust me, a vision that's years ago, it, it usually, you know, goes ahead and it usually works out because it means you've been preparing yourself all along for this vision that when you come to it it's almost unbelievable you know and i feel like in music that's the most important thing vision and in any other department if you have vision no matter how young you are you can be six and if you are somebody asks you what do you want to be i want to be an engineer it shows that you have vision you know and i feel like that's the most important thing in anybody's life yeah yes maybe the the answer is not I knew but I saw the vision and I believe. You know, I feel like that's the simplest, most appropriate way to actually respond, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it, it I think all of us have 
have that you know that that um it's like a title to our movie you know you you see that movie before you were born exactly. and then it's up to you to live that movie yes. but some of us at some point decide to doubt whether that is true for us or not we we decide to doubt and we 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 stop believing in our own movie and our own title you know there's and and uh, it's it's such a crazy thing it to think is, of it. Yeah. it is and as you've mentioned it's like a movie it really is like a movie because I remember when I was in like what grade eight. Every time I used to sleep, I used to go one hour earlier to bed. Uh-huh. And my mom is like, "Why do you always sleep so early?" I'm like, "No, I just I just want to feel warm." That was my excuse. But basically, uh-huh. I don't know if I'm too different. But I always every time I went to bed, I spent one hour trying to imagine my future. Wow. So I feel like everything I imagined about then is happening now like literally everything step by step and hence why i say vision is the most important thing and as you've mentioned it's a movie if you dream about that movie and one day you're like yo you know what i'm gonna live this movie and i'm gonna turn this life into my dream and so be it sorcery (laughs) (laughs) this is amazing i'm giving out my life hacks i'm giving out my tips yeah these are the life hacks right here that's that's amazing. That's profound. How old were you when you started sleeping an hour earlier? I was I was actually hitting my teens, fourteen. Yeah, that's when it started. Like my teen years, when I started, you know, being aware of a lot of things, being aware that you know people look at you in a different way. You know, when you start being aware of a lot of things yeah. at your teen years, and that's when I was like, you know what? There's something meant for me, and. Going to bed and actually reviewing these things that might happen in the future and actually thinking, you know what, maybe I can't live this. It was, it was also grooming in a way. Cause you know, things that happen now, I'm able to face cause I was like, you know what, I remember dreaming about this back then. I remember dreaming that I'd stand in front of a crowd one day and I remember dreaming that I will be anxious and I will be nervous and this is what I have to do to calm myself down and just continue dreaming. Wow. Yeah. Do you, I mean, here's now the interesting part is that there are people, professors and people with doctorates and, you know, these geniuses that write these books about um, idealization. Uh, Idealization is this concept of you you can, you you should uh, wave a magic wand and imagine your life were perfect in every way. And you have to idea idealize everything and say what will the ideal world look like and you have to imagine everything and the deepest detail try to even imagine your emotions in that space if you imagine yourself having a big office in the corner somewhere and you own the entire building feel the type of table is it a wooden table is it glass how does it feel how's the texture can you feel how cold the table is how do you feel in that space? Are you, what type of chair are you sitting on? What material is it made of? You know, who are you in that space? And you, you have to idealize everything, your car, your relationship. How, how, how do you connect with your kids? You know, imagine, okay, cool. You're imagining, yeah, I've got some kids. How many kids? What is your relationship with them? How often do you speak to them? Imagine everything in the deepest detail. And it's actually one step closer in achieving that stuff the first step is to idealize everything then you can start you know writing up a list of what you can do to get there and you know that there are other steps that you can take but idealization being one of the major things it's interesting that you did this 
at 14 years old, maybe without even being told about that that, that is something that humans can do to fast track their lives. How old are you now? I'm 19 now. 19 years old. <laughs> A lot of people and don't believe that, but yeah. Imagine. And then, so um, you, you took from 14 to 19 to make it all come true. Happen, yes. And... I mean, connecting with my music and connecting with my vision has obviously needed and what can I say? It needs a lot of my effort. Mm. It needs me now as the source, as this girl who has been dreaming all these years to make it come true. And for it to come true, you need to know the reason why you're there firstly, mm. like the reason why I came to Joburg. The reason why I came to Joburg is to do music, great music, music for adults, music for everybody to relate to and obviously to enjoy. Because with me, even imagining my music, you know, life, whatever, what I told myself is that what I want my music to do is to heal people mostly. And I'm a person who loves making other people happy. I'm, I'm the person who can give up my happiness for someone else. And that's why my music is all about making people relate in such a way that they feel healed, you know, and not only adults, but young people. Cause if you look out there, young people are going through the most thing right now. Adults are used to, you know, hardship and they know how to approach it in terms of, you know, making it right. But as for youth out there, if you go to a university, there's more than like 70% people dying from heartbreak, you know. And a young person can't really relate much to a mature person music. Whereas in a young person can relate to La Source's music because she's 19 and she's singing about love and most of the people who, who are in love are, are young people. And my music is, is really all about making people relate and not giving people what they want to hear. Cause a lot of people want to hear, you know, these hip hop songs, party songs. We want to hear that. Cause, you know, we know with the festive comes by, we want to groove. But obviously you need to look when the festive comes by, your man might be gone, your girl might be gone, and you <laughs> might be, you know, hard broken you you give them the january song you know so <laughs> all that is 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 things that you need to look at as an artist and as a person who has a vision in the industry because those things matter the most going out there and singing about yo i'm going to the club yes we can relate to that but if you're going to the club you can go to the club with a heartbreak so that's what music is all about i give people what they need to hear people Need to hear songs about healing People need to hear songs about You know how to deal with life Because even my debut album Broken Lipstick It's all based on things that we all go through Regardless whether you can be white You can be black You can be whatever But we go through the same things And that's what matters the most in our time Yes Pretty cool Now Tell me, what's the what's the new dream? Do you still sleep an hour early? And what do you think of now? Uh, I feel like there was a pause ever since I started living the dream I had been dreaming. Yeah, There's like, you know, now I need to start living it and not dreaming it or, you know, imagining it. And I feel like living in the dream means that you need to just grow. You know, grow in whatever you do, even when it reaches where you ended imagining, well, by the time I'm 30, I'll have a big car and a house and whatnot. But you need to make sure that you maintain and, you know, move it to a point 
where you surprised yourself. Because obviously being given a platform that's as big as your dream is not a joke. It's it's something that's very spiritual and very deep also. Because connecting to your imagination and actually living it means that you are more capable of things that are unbelievable maybe. I mean, that's how I think. I, I feel like I'm capable of anything as yeah. a 19-year-old girl in the industry, which I'm the youngest. But I still believe I can I can do anything. And that's what matters the most in your vision, in your dream, is to know that even if your dream has to, you know, go sideways, you still got your back sorted. You know what's gonna what's gonna happen to cover your back. And even if you're not aware of the things that are gonna happen and how you're gonna deal with them, but you need to know where you're going. And with that, I feel like it's driven me a long way because I've been in the industry for like what now? One year is my second year, and. Everything that happened in 2017 was things that I thought I knew. Because obviously dreaming doesn't mean you know everything that's happening. True. It's just like a direction. It's like a path that you're going to walk. And for me, living the dream has showed me that sometimes you need to learn. You need to allow to be, you know, taught. Because coming into Ambitious, I've worked with people like Amanda Blacks, Java. And, you know, sitting down with those people that you thought, yo, I'll be singing with and be whatever... Sitting down with them actually teaches you a lot about life And them being in the industry for such a long time They know things that come along up in the way And for you to sit with people like that And actually grasp in all that information It gives you a different view of what you've been viewing you know. And in that way I feel like it makes you more aware of how to overcome you know, challenges Because there are challenges You can dream all you want But there's always going to be challenges And with those challenges You need to allow yourself to be taught And allow yourself to grow And allow yourself to listen well, Listening is the most important thing Because if you don't listen Then how are you going to know? How are you going to learn? And I feel like those are the things That are, are just pushing me so much as an artist As much as it's unbelievable It's like, yeah, this was you Yeah, this is a kid But sometimes you need to You need to know your style Yes. Okay. Which is actually something quite interesting. Um, now, here's the, the 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 dilemma that most people find themselves in. You you spoke about, you know, you 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 following that path. You kind of you know see the direction and you walk within that. But how easy was it for you to follow this this inner voice, this belief that this is the movie the movie says she would use that door and not that one because i'm sure there were other signals other people saying this way this way and you had to say no actually i have a feeling that it's this way you're 17 you're in grade 11 and people are saying this way and you had to say no guys um i have a feeling that it's gonna work out um that journey it it was confusing for me because obviously when you're still growing up as a teenager, firstly, there's a lot of things that elders are going to say, firstly. You know, elders are going to tell you, no, you can't do this because, you know, you're going to go through this phase and you're going to do this. You can't be a musician. You're going to go through the drug phase and what's going to happen then, you know? But obviously, as I've mentioned earlier on, have your own style, have your own word in you. That on its own 
can fight everything and everybody basically. Cause yes, my elders did tell me, yo, nyabusu yako lage manje, sokbana la pelsu kogama pendi, sokbana su na matatu, sokbana su hamama club. Yes, those things do happen. But if you know what you want and you know your style when you walk into that club, you know that you, you're not gonna fall for it somehow. You know what you're here for. For instance, if I walk into a gig, if I walk into a club, I know I'm here to perform for people and make people have a great time. Whereas in my elder would know, would yo, ula sosu zehama ma club manje ezi abu yagi lapo, ndaneti isengingeni. And it's, it's a matter of understanding yourself first before other people understand you. Cause obviously, even your mother can't understand you the way you understand yourself. She'd understand the most, but not everything. And I feel like my mom was one of those people also. I was like, Mama, I want to move to Joburg. I want to, before I even knew I could say, I was like, Mama, when I finish school, I want to move to Joburg. I want to go to school there. I want to do everything in Joburg. She was like, Joburg is a very dangerous place. And you being so different and so beautiful, that's a big no. Okay. So... Discovering my talent Made my first single My family heard it for the first time Churchmates heard it for the first time The neighborhood heard it for the first time Everybody was like wow you know? Everybody was like so surprised And there were people Who were coming to my mom And telling her Yo, My mom was like You don't know her the way I know her And obviously she, I don't know her The way she knows herself So that pattern on its own kind of differentiates our views in terms of life. Because obviously my mom won't view music the way I view it. And obviously our neighbor won't view the music the way we do in the house. And, you know, being connected to Ambitious Entertainment, being called in by Ambitious Entertainment, my mom isn't very, you know, all found at the first moment. Which, oh, you're going to? She was like worried, very anxious. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. And I, I, as a person who has the vision, had to sit down with her, explain to her, Mom, I've just got a contact that called me into Joburg, Ambitious Entertainment. My song is doing great. People can't believe I'm actually this great. And she was like, okay, since it's that way, and her knowing the way she raised me, was one of the most important things. Because, you know, where you come from defines who you are. How you act at home, it's going to show how you act in Joburg, you know. And I feel like judging the way the hand and the kind of person that I am generally, she was able to be like, you know what? I'm going to give you this opportunity. I'm going to give you this chance. Do what you want to do and be cautious. And that on its own gave me, you know, the key to be like, you know, if my mom got my back, then I don't care what everybody else says. I'm just going to walk this path because if my mom said yes and my mom saw a spark at the end of the tunnel for me, then that means it's something I'm going for. And I feel like that's what matters the most when you know who's got your back and you got your back also and Everybody else doesn't matter because people don't know what you've eaten right now. Even if you can call your best friend, hey, bro, what have I eaten? He doesn't know because he's not that connected to you. And as far as I'm concerned, if you don't know what I have on right now, I don't really give a damn about you. Okay, cool. Now, there's this saying that says um, you are the f- average of the five people that surround you more often, most often, you know. But when you're different, it's different, right? True. Because you were different, did you have weirdos chilling with you and you were like, we're the weirdo team? (laughs) Or was everyone else as ambitious as you were and had this bigger vision for themselves 
tell me about a bit about the circle that you were around with the most or were you alone and that allowed you to be around um digital role models uh that uh i've always been a person who doesn't believe in friends firstly like growing up my mom always told me for 10 years but it only takes one day for your friendship to break mm. so uh, i grew up knowing that with here i can have one two friends but obviously i can't trust them but in school i had a group of friends we were like we were like the undercover group like you know the Ah, don't talk to them. They look dumb. But when it's time for exams, we're going to kick your butt. We yeah. were that kind of clan, basically. Yeah. We're those undercover people. People who don't usually show that they are great, but they are greater than the greatest, you know? We were that kind of people. And I feel like my friends, because those are the only friends I had ever. Even now in Joburg, I don't have a friend at all. My friends are basically my colleagues, which I don't usually chill with most of the time. But like... My high school friends were the biggest part of my life at that time. We weren't weird, but we were considered like the different squad. You know, we spoke differently. We delivered differently. We were just different all the time. And we were quiet, including me. We were all very quiet. And in that way, I feel like we shared our ideas in the circle. Being quiet, being, you know, reserved. We kind of kept our things together. And I feel like in that way, when you grow up, you get to a point where you're starting to become successful. Things are happening for you. And, you know, if you have a lot of friends or let me just say if you have friends. And obviously, if you achieve something, you want to go tell your friends, yo, I just got this and that and that and that. Your friends are not all going to be happy for you, you know. And those are the things that I've looked into in life. Firstly, being different, being special is not something that you find every day and obviously if you have friends as a special kid as a different kid there's always somewhere along the line something is going to happen that's not right and me as La Source, I've always tried to refrain from you know getting to such extents with friends so friends for me just ended at high school they were great they motivated me a lot they were Indian Muslims basically and I was like the only African in the clan Telling them about my dream, telling them about my vision, wanting to be a singer. Obviously, they weren't going to support me because they were like Indians and it's against the culture. It's a sin, basically, like a proper sin. They loved me. They supported me, but they didn't really, you know, kind of encouraged it. They supported, they loved it, but they didn't encourage it because for them, it was like, you know, encouraging somebody to be a bad person, you know? Because mm. even when I started shining the mothers, everybody was calling me, yo, we heard you on TV, we heard you doing this. Yes, I'm doing that. And one of my friends, well, actually three of my friends came back telling me, our cousins, you know, with Indians, is always cousins, cousins, cousins. So it's like, <laughs> our cousins are asking, did you really go into music? I'm like, yeah. And now it gives a bad eye on them also. Cause it's like, why did you encourage your friend to be something that's against, you know, mm. this, um, culture? Or why and, are you uh, chilling with, you know, why are you chilling? What did you say when this was happening? You know, and in that way, I feel like it's always kept me aware of who I keep close to me. Because you may keep a person who's aware of what you're doing, supportive, encouraging, but 
they also feel, you know, some type of way about your success. And those are the things that I look into as the source, as a human rather. Because those are the things that are ruining our, our friendships out there. Those are the things that are ruining relationships out there. You know, keeping somebody so close to such an extent that you don't know what might happen if they heard something great about you or bad about you. How would they feel? You know? So for me, friends, Family rather Has been The most supporting people ever My mom has been Over the moon Reason being um, I look identical as my mom So if you see me right now You see my mom And I feel like she's been so supportive in, In this whole journey of mine Because when she looks at me She sees herself as you've mentioned earlier on in the back in you know back days there's this thing of if you're a female and you grow up you can even stop at grade six going to school and just become a housewife and i feel like that's the the time my mom was growing in and she wasn't able to express herself at that time she wasn't able to go for her dreams at that time and looking at me as her daughter she Automatically remind, remembers that It could have been me And she's happy that I'm I'm living in Her footsteps That she never got an opportunity To actually walk, you know And I feel like that on its own Has been a great push for me Because if I go wrong now on air Like she's probably listening If I sing on air And she hears a mistake She's the first person who's going to call me Yo, you went wrong over there So you need to pick up your socks, girl Because she knows what it's like, you know, and I feel like that on its own, I have the best support ever. Yes, pretty interesting, right? All right. Um, look, man, your story is very inspiring, eh? Thank you. Um, and I'm very, I'm very inspired. Thank and you. And I just want to let you know that some people also just want to say this in a shout out. They're saying they're really inspired. My phone is is buzzing. Ah, thank <laughs> you, know, you guys. As you, I mean, as you speak right now, there's people listening to you, and your story is touching their lives right now. Thank you. Um, but what I want to actually say, um, listening to to everything, and I must say that you really love your mom. I do. Um, She's my everything. <laughs> yeah. So what I want to what I want to find out is, as young as you are, and and within the genre of music that you're singing, and I know that um, you don't find many. Um, young people in South Africa, you know, True. especially at the level where you are, um, um, singing the genre that you are singing. But what I want to know is that what is it that you wish to be remembered for? Uh, one day, when when one day you you decide to hang the towel. Well, I would definitely want to be remembered by you know the healing girl, basically, because mm-hmm. my music, as I've mentioned earlier on, is all about healing. I want a person when you listen to my music. You relate, you feel, you heal. And that's what music is all about, basically. For instance, I do. It's it's an anthem right now. Because mm. people are just imagining themselves getting married. I, I have DMs saying, I wish I got <laughs> married to this song. So, you know, that kind of impact on people really shows that your music is is, is major to their lives. Yeah. It, it leaves something, it leaves a mark in their lives, you know. Telling me that you want to get married to my song yeah. Marriage is not just anything Marriage is a lifetime experience, you know yeah. And saying that you want to Get married to my song Or you want me to sing at your wedding Means that you want to remember Your wedding day and in- me included For the rest of your life And that's what my music is all about In the next, what, 10 years Maybe I'll be singing jazz Old with my golden stick or something But yeah, I'm going to be here for a long time 
Nice. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Well, this is all the what we have time for for today. I call it the shortest hour of the week. And this is why it's been an absolute pleasure having you in studio with us. It's great hearing your story. Thank so you refreshing. So and it's amazing. You're saying that you were 14 and you already had this whole principle yes. of sleeping an hour early <laughs> and doing some amazing it's stuff. It's crazy though, but I know it, it, yeah, it's, it's so doable. <laughs> and I think a lot of us are going to start implementing that. Uh, that, that's, that's really cool. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening in, guys. And just like that, we have to call it a day yet again. Cliffcentral.com.